Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yimini. Each week, we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This week's Parsha Perspective is dedicated in memory of Shlomo ben Edward. May his soul be uplifted and his memory a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of Sasson ben Salah ben Batya and Safir bat Ariella. May they have a quick and complete recovery. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Noyach. Our Parsha begins by introducing Noyach, a person who remained faithful to Hashem while the rest of the world was fighting God. Noyach was told by Hashem that a mabel, a flood, would soon destroy the world and civilization and only he and his family would survive an ark in a teva that he was to build. He was given the exact dimensions of the teva that he was to construct, and commanded to bring along seven of every kosher animal and a pair of every non-kosher animal. The rain began to fall on the leaven the cheshwan, and Noyach entered the teva with his family and every type of animal. The rain lasted 40 days and 40 nights, killing all human beings and animals that were not in the teva. The waters continued to stir and boil for 150 days until God commanded it to subside. Noyach then sent out a raven to determine the extent of the water's retreat. However, the raven did not fly far before returning back to the teva. Noyach then sent out a dove three times. The first time the dove left, it returned back empty-handed. The second time, it returned with an olive leaf in its beak, indicating that there was new growth in the world. And the final time, the dove did not return, signaling to Noyach that the land had become dry. And on the 27th of Cheshvan, Noyach and his family exited the teva to re-inhabit the world one year since entering. However, a question comes to mind. When Noyach left the Teva, Hashem swore to him and the rest of humanity that he will never destroy the world again. And he set the rainbow as a sign and a reminder of his promise. But why did Hashem use the rainbow, something we can create or see naturally as a sign, as a symbol of his oath and pledge to the world? The Rabbeinu Bachai on the Pasuk explains that the reason the rainbow was used is because it symbolizes the redirection of God's anger from the world. For he compares the idea of the rainbow to a bow and arrow, the bow being the rainbow and the arrow God's anger, as the Hebrew word for rainbow shares the same root word as the word harsh and severe, keshes and kasha. Since the rainbow is like a bow facing heaven, it represents the reversal of his anger from this world, which is why we say a very powerful bracha when we see a rainbow. Baruch atah Hashem elekeinu melechoilam, zeicher habris, v'nemem bebrisoi, v'kaim b'mamarek. Blessed are you, the Lord our God, King of the universe, who remembers His covenant and is faithful to His promises and keeps His word. The Rabbeinu Bachaya goes even further, that since Hashem said to Noach, and I place my rainbow in the clouds, He understands that the concept of the rainbow reversing God's anger only applies to ones we see naturally. And He quotes the Medjash Rabbah, that during the time of Melech Chizkiyo, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and Rabbi Shul Ben Levi, there was no rainbows in the sky because of their righteousness. However, the Lubavitcher Rebbe gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He holds of the opinion that the rainbow only became a natural occurrence after the flood, because according to Hasidus, the society before the flood was so bad and evil that they always had dark and thick clouds above them, and therefore sunshine and the light of Hashem could not pass and penetrate the gloomy clouds. But when the mabel, when the flood occurred, it made the entire world tar. 
It purified the world and then allowed the light of the sun and the holiness of God to permeate and fill the world once again. And the Rebbe goes even further, that the reason Hashem used a rainbow was to show us that when we see a rainbow, we are reminded to uplift ourselves and nature to its highest potential, to see the deeper meaning behind the natural occurrences and how God indeed runs this world. And this lesson is ever more prevalent when we are amid a pandemic that is shaking the world to its core, when our trust, belief, and faith in Hashem must be at its maximum for us to continue striving for a better tomorrow, when our only hope is truly Hashem. In our daily life, it is imperative that we understand that what we say and how we act does not only affect ourselves, but instead influences and impacts our friends, our families, and societies at large. Since we can transform our lives, we can also change the world for good. And our actions should be ones that bring blessings to our lives and light to the world. There is an amazing quote that the Lubavitch Rebbe said about the young rabbis that he sent out to transform the world. Every person has the capacity to build a community and endow that community with life so that every member becomes a source of inspiration. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.